0: KBLA Talk 1580. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got a lot to talk about. King Kong ain't got on me. On me. On me.
1: On me. On me. On me. Time to get you right. It's the Legal Lens with Angela Redock Wright. KBLA Talk 1580. Every Saturday, 11 a.m., baby. Bringing lights along. Hit it, educate, engaging, and empower You all leading attorneys, policy makers. no faking, history in the making. Come on, let's go. It's time for the Legal Lens Show. Come on, let's go. It's time for the Legal Lens Show. Come on, let's go. It's time for the Legal Lens Show. Come on, let's go. It's time for the Legal Lens. It's time for the Legal Lens. Go, 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 go yes yes it's time for the legal Lynch show hello kbla talk 1580 listeners you have tuned into the right place you're listening to the legal lens show with angela redock right and yes guess what guess who i am I am Angela Redock-Wright, and I am so honored to serve as your host for this show on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring law to light each Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'd like um, like to have a smiley. I like what he says. We come to you live from Lamert Park, USA. And for those of you who don't know about Lamert Park or the area that we're in, we're in the area called the Crenshaw District of Los Angeles. And this is the heart of the black community in Los Angeles, although it's going through some major changes and like many communities across the country is experiencing gentrification. But if you were here today, you would drive through Leimert Park, and you will see that one of the most amazing things and visions that I I see on earth, it's um, black people, black vendors coming together um, from all over Los Angeles. Um, promoting their products, serving great food, art, culture. They're set up today for um, a series of activities, speeches, music, music renditions, art, etc. to celebrate the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So whenever you're in LA, if you're not from here, you definitely gotta stop by Leimert Park, which is where our studio, KBLA Talk 1580, is based. Um, You can follow me I, at I am Angela Reddock Wright on Facebook and Instagram to learn the latest about our show, what we're doing, our work uh, at KBLA as well as our other work in the legal community. You can download the app. We will be on on air for the next hour and if you're in LA of course you can um, use the good old thing that we call the radio and tune into to 1580 AM but if you have to get up and go or if you're somewhere else in the country or the world right now Um, You can download our KBLA Talk 1580 app from any of your streaming devices and listen to us at any time, 24-7 hours a day, not just my show, but all the other great shows that we have on KBLA Talk 1580. Today, we are celebrating and honoring the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and we want to... um, hear what you have to say about his legacy and about his life and work that you're doing or that you would like to see done to continue to build on his legacy. So give us a call at our KBLA talk 1580 power lines at 1-800-920-1580. Our power lines are one eight hundred nine two zero one five eight zero. 920 1580 We are all talk, all black talk radio show and to have a successful talk show, We need callers and we need listeners. So give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. Share in the discussion. This is not just about us. It's about you and wanting to hear what's on your mind, what's important to you, and getting insights above and beyond what we think and what we know as your host. Um, Today is January 15, 2022, and we are celebrating the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., um, this is actually the day he was born. Um, he would have been, oh, he was born January 15th, 1929. And he would have been 93 years old today. At birth, his parents named him Michael King Jr. However, his father, Michael King Sr., later changed his name to Martin Luther King in honor of the Protestant religious leader, Martin Martin Luther. And he, of course, unfortunately died by assassination in April 1968 at the very young age of 39. So definitely gone way too soon. But how many of us can say that at age 39, by the time we were 39, or even now that we're much older, that we have had the impact and the legacy that Dr. King had in his short Thirty years of thirty-nine years of life, and so um, his the fact that here we are, so many many years later, still celebrating his legacy, still acknowledging the work that he did to lay the pathway for all of us, um, is really an amazing thing. And in on the line today, because we have all the respect in the world for this virus that is taking the world by storm, COVID Omicron. Uh, we didn't have in-studio guests today, but we do have two great guests that will be joining us, uh, Reverend William Smart Jr. and Doctor Rev Pastor William Monroe Campbell, who are both pastors here in Los Angeles and leaders within the Los Angeles chapter of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, which is a national organization founded by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So um, it was befitting, it is befitting today that we would bring in some of our local leaders who are part of his organization, but who are continuing his work in so many ways. So I'm definitely looking forward to talking to them, hearing what they're doing today and how they are on the front lines of ensuring that we carry Dr. King's legacy forward. Um, I'd like to thank some of our listeners, Um, our continuing listeners. You all are amazing. Um, I see you're following us on our social media, and I thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show and ask that you continue to spread the word. And then we have some new listeners that I'd like to thank. Robbie and Lori of Inglewood, California. Joy and Patrice of Compton in Buena Park, California. Vince, who is an MTA driver that drives straight down the Crenshaw line here in Los Angeles where we're based. Thank you, Vince. And tell everybody that gets on your bus to listen to KBLA Talk 1580. And then we have Austin and Morgan from Boston, Massachusetts. And David, Patricia, David Jr., also known as Little Dave, and Devon, known as Cooley, and Dominique of Atlanta, Georgia. They're family if you can't Tell. Speaking of Atlanta, we'd like to send love and light to our girl actor and comedian Tiffany Haddish. Our hearts go out to you. We love you. We got you, girl. Um, you hang in there and you continue to, to represent. And when you get back home to LA, we got a lot of love for you. So you're tuned into KBLA Talk 1580. Next up, we have Reverend William Smart and Reverend Campbell, who are with the Southern Christian Leadership Conference of Los Angeles. We're honoring, we're remembering, and we're talking about how we continue to build on the work and the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Stay tuned. KBLA Talk 1580. This is your girl, Angela Redock-Wright Legal Lens, and we have a lot to talk about.
0: You're listening to the all-new Weekend Weekend lineup lineup. of enlightening, encouraging, and empowering talk shows, exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. about. Hot-button political, economic, social, and cultural issues as seen through a legal lens. Now back to Angela Reddick Wright.
1: not be moved. You're tuned in to KBLA Talk fifteen eighty and this is Legal Lens with Angela Reddock Wright. Today is Saturday. January 15, 2022, the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He would have been 93 years old today. And I'm declaring today Martin Luther King Jr. Day at KBLA Talk 1580 because all morning um, on the other shows, we've been talking about his legacy and bringing a different viewpoint to his legacy. So I want to shout out to our host, Melina Abdullah, This Is Not A Drill, and Ariva Martin Out Loud with Ariva Martin, who both had guests on today to talk about Dr. King Legacy, And in this hour, we have Reverend William Smart and Reverend William Monroe Campbell, who are both um, leaders of the Southern California Leadership Conference here of Los Angeles, and they are going to help us continue this discussion. Odell, our engineer, thank you so much this morning. Let's bring in Reverend Smart and Reverend Campbell. Gentlemen, how are you? Let's start with Reverend Smart. I know when we're online. We're honoring Omicron, Omicron today, so we're online. I have to call on you so we don't talk over each other. But Reverend Smart, you are the president and CEO of the Southern California Leadership Conference of Southern California and co-pastor of the Christ Liberation Ministries in Los Angeles, where your wife also serves as a senior pastor. And you have so many other accolades and work you're doing. Uh, we don't have time to name them all. But I noticed that you're from my hometown, my family's hometown, of Birmingham Alabama so you are from the thick of the civil rights movement welcome Dr. Smart how are you Uh, Pastor Smart how are you this morning
2: good morning Sister Angela I'm doing fine on this Martin Luther King birthday and you're right I I am I went to Birmingham in 1976 to go to college there and I deliberately went there because I felt at the time black people had struggled the second hardest next to Mississippi for the right to vote in Alabama. And at 17 years old, I wanted to get into the fight. So I went to a black college, Miles College in Birmingham, Alabama, and spent the four, four of the best years of my life there.
1: Yes, yes, I know Miles College well, and wow, what how amazing that you went there specifically to be a part of of the movement and to get your hands dirty at a young age. Where are you from originally? Are you originally from the South?
2: No, I'm originally from Connecticut. Oh, I went okay. A thousand down, and I wanted to get uh, I wanted to get my education in the black. A black area like that where like I said where black folks were in charge but mostly because black folks were fighting each and every day. And some great things I was a part of some great things in Birmingham also while I was there. I helped elect the first black mayor, Mayor Richard Arrington. Oh yes, I know him well. Mhm
1: yeah, well, that that's amazing. And you currently serve as the President and CEO of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, where the Vice Chair or the Chair of your Board is i'm sorry he's the vice chair of the board um pastor william monroe campbell Uh, pastor campbell it has been some time since i've seen and spoken with you but i remember many years ago all of us were working together on one of our local elections and just doing some some great work on the ground here in los angeles so when pastor smart suggested you as an additional guest i said of course so how are you today so good to hear your voice
3: um, well, thank you so much, and it's a joy to be with you and to uh, remember days going by and then to reflect on the impact, the continuing impact of the life of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr.
1: And are you? Where are you from originally? I see you went to my junior high school. I went to your junior high school, Willowbrook Junior High School. Go pioneers if you're out there. Pioneers, yes. (laughs) Did you grow up in? Are you from Compton, California? From Los Angeles?
3: I I grew up. And Palm Lane Housing Projects in the Watts Willowbrook-Compton neighborhood of Los Angeles.
1: Yes, yes. And so you both are leaders within the Southern California Christian Leadership Conference. And that is an organization, uh, for those who don't know, that was founded by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and it's a national organization and one of the cornerstones. It was founded in 1957, along with other activists. And one of the cornerstones of that organization was all about voting, voting rights and citizen education projects. And we know in the news this week, voting rights has been at the center of a discussion and it actually qu- kind of disappointing in terms of where where we landed this week. But Pastor Smart, tell us more about um, Southern California Um, Southern Christian Leadership Conference and what it's all about and what you all are doing here with the Southern California chapter of that organization.
2: Well, it's about the mission to destroy racism and segregation. And then it's also about informing people about their rights. It's about promoting voter participation in all that we do. We have, so our rights and also our actions are also always important. We, um, we're initiating the beloved community again, something that Dr. King really believes in, and that is that the three evils of society, war, racism, and greedy capitalism, and we've added climate sustainability. Those four things that we as black people have to really work on and really fight right now to overcome. And so our chapter, we have a youth organization of it. We call it the Martin Luther King Young Dreamers for Justice. There is made up of black and white Jews and Gentiles coming together to really make sure that they begin to live the life and the principles of Martin Luther King. We've gotten involved in a lot of things this year, um, but a lot of it is focused around voting rights, And we Develop coalitions. Um, one of my favorite coalitions we got from many, uh, I am mean, out of many, one coalition and many others that are have done a lot of projects and we're working on others to ensure that the voting rights real and the people are empowered and they know their rights and mm-hmm. they go out and they register, not just in California, but we're working on different parts around the country to ensure that that happens. Um, That's just a a brief synopsis of some of the things that we're working on.
1: Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad to see that that the organization is still alive and well and still carrying out um, Dr. Keynes and the others that helped to found that organization, carrying out their dream. Um, Pastor Campbell, many would say that organizations like (laughs) the SCLC, the NAACP, the Urban League, and so many of the organizations that were founded um, as a part of and resulting out of the civil rights movement no longer have relevancy and that they are behind or don't really understand or get what the new, new movement looks like and what, what's important to bringing civil rights and justice to the forefront today. What would you say about that, Pastor, Smart, um, Pastor Campbell, as someone who is involved, vice chair of the board, and has been on the front lines for for a long time.
3: Dr. King first came to Los Angeles in 1956. Uh, J. Raymond Henderson, who was pastor of the Second Baptist Church and had previously pastored the Wheat Street Baptist Church and so knew the King family, well invited him. And when he came here, he said something that stood out to me. I was nine years old. And he made the statement then of giving your best. And he talked about if you're a street sweeper, be a street sweeper like Michelangelo. It happened that my father was a street sweeper in the city of Los Angeles. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And so he lifted the sense of aspiration for all people, so that even a young nine-year-old child could understand that there was value and merit and worth uh, to affirming himself in the midst of a, a, a nation that did not honor us. And today, we find ourselves even more impacted by the dishonor. Uh, that comes about. And so all of the issues that uh, Pastor Smart addressed themselves to are about living out the uh, fundamental sense of value and purpose and worth. And and that's a challenge for all people. Uh, We're blessed as a family to have children who've achieved. But the foundation for that comes in part because of the aspiration that was put forth before us through the work of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr.
1: Indeed, indeed. And Pastor Smart, building on that, um, I'm surprised um, that many of our young people today, um, they may know about Dr. King, but maybe they don't know the details of the kind of work that he did and that others did. And many of the sacrifices that were made so that we have many of, of some of the um, luxuries that we have today. And I I don't know about the two of you, but this past two weeks, I've watched the uh, Women of the Movement uh, film series. Um, this past Monday, I had a chance to host Dominique Prima show. And um, our guest was the, the maker of the film, The Nephew. Um, Emmett Till's my my nephew Emmett Till and so I've been particularly in tune this week to just our history and the impact of it and find myself challenging myself even to say what more can I do how can we carry out this legacy Pastor Smart do you feel are you seeing in the work that you do that young people today really understand and are embracing um, the sacrifices that were made and are finding their place to to make an impact in history
2: yeah, you said something key, finding their place. I think many of them are definitely finding their place. And it's for instance, you know, let's say Black Lives Movement. Those young people that I work with in various capacities, they Finding their place, they have They have a niche that they're working in. And you remember back in the sixties and the seventies, you had SNCC, you had the Black Panther Party, and you had SCLC, and you had NAACP, you had Whitney Young and the Urban League. Everybody at times were there was a place for everybody. The minute the Black Lives Movement um, movement started, I I embraced them as different from SCLC when it embraced um, SNCC. But I embrace them as a co-leader of the movement. We need all voices right now. Where America is today, we cannot be divided. It's okay that we have different avenues we're going down, but at the end of the road, we all have to come together. And I think that, that happens a lot in Los Angeles um, from the leadership of many of us we find our way together, and we have to work together because white supremacy, police, violence, um, discrimin- voter discrimination, and intimidation, all of that needs all of us coming together. So I'm happy for the leadership I see from black um, young black youth, and I think it just continues because they are just as so much a part of the movement as I am as I want to say older, not an old guard, but older. Um, we, we're needed, and we're finding, and we're finding that out together.
1: Well said, Pastor Smart. You are tuned into KBLA Talk fifteen eighty, and we're talking to Pastor William Smart and Pastor William Monroe Campbell, who are both leaders with the. Um, Southern Christian Leadership Conference, the Southern California chapter. We are honoring and remembering the work of Dr. Martin Luther King and how we can continue to build on that legacy. Stay tuned as we come forward, continuing this discussion. KBLA Talk 1580.
0: More of Legal Lens with Angela Reddick Wright, helping you see legal issues more clearly when we come forward. Now back to more of the all-new weekend lineup here on KBLA Talk 1580.
1: Everybody ought to know. Well, everybody ought to know. Everybody ought to know. Everybody
3: ought to know. Everybody ought to know.
1: And everybody ought to know. You're tuned in to KBLA everybody Talk 1580. This is Angela Redock-Wright, your host everybody of Legal Lens with Angela Redock-Wright. And we are honoring and remembering the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Today on his birthday, January 15th, he was born in 1929. Did you know there are a couple of um, interesting things I learned about Dr. King that I can't say that I knew before. One is that he entered college at the age of fifteen, at Morehouse College in 1944. So, he was um, a man before his time, even, at the um, in terms of entering college. And as a pastime, he loved to play billiards or so loved to play pool. Uh, It was said that that was one of his stress relievers and one of the ways that he spent time with his fellow leaders in the movement. In helping us to remember Dr. King today, we have on the line... Um, Pastor William Smart and Pastor William Monroe Campbell, both leaders in the Southern Christian Leadership Conference of Southern California. Thank you, gentlemen. You have given some great insights into what the organization here in Southern California is doing currently to continue the work of Dr. King and um and talking, we were talking about young people and how we get them involved in the movement. And I appreciate what you said, Doctor uh, Pastor Smart, that we have to allow them to find their place, very much like Doctor King and SCLC did many years ago when they were doing their work. But they also honored and appreciated the work of other organizations that came along. This week in the news, SCLC, one of the cornerstones of its founding is around voter rights and voter education. In fact, the history books say that the SCLC played a major part in the Civil Rights March in Washington, D.C. in 1963, and in notable anti-discrimination and voter registration efforts in Albany, Georgia, Birmingham, and Selma, Alabama in the early 1960s. Their work, along with the work of many other organizations, helped with the passage of the Federal Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. This week in the news, President Biden... Um, try to get Congress behind um, an expansion and updating of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Um, Unfortunately, due to the filibuster rules in Congress and two Democrats holding out uh, on changing those rules, we were not able to get those advancements in the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Pastor Smart, what are your thoughts about that, and, and what can we do to keep voting rights um, at the forefront of the discussion in Congress and in our country?
2: You know, um, th- you might feel think it's shocking for me to say this, but I think we're past that. We've worked the last two years on the John Lewis, the voting for America. I think if the President of the United States, that speech was focused on two groups. It was focused on Republicans, and the Republicans we know weren't going to do anything. And it was focused on cinema and mansion. And as the President, your bully pulpit, if you can't move to of two democratic senators and if they're so headstrong that they won't be moved then we have to move on um it's hurting that um biden can't move them but we can't de- depend on others for our liberation anymore and so i just think now's the time for us to do fourth there are four things we have to do sister angela and and pastor campbell we have to number one we have to look, investigate all of those laws and what they say in individual states, number one. Number two, we have to have an informative knowledge to our people what their rights are now. Number three, we have to go register and vote under those laws in those jurisdictions so that our people count, their votes count. And number four, we must come back around and throw those people out of office by our votes and our policies. I think this is how Dr. King would have handled it, because in the Kingian, the Kingian principles, he always said you have to investigate, you have to negotiate, you have to go through self-purification, and then you have to get down to business with nonviolent actions. And it's now for us to go back, we have to investigate, we have to inform our people. We have to go forth, um voting and overcoming with strategy, and then we have to throw people out of office who are not in line with our with our knowledge and our working.
1: Excellent so points, it. excellent points, Pastor Smart. And if I hear you correctly, you're saying it's unfortunate that we didn't get the expansion of voter rights um, in Congress, but we were dealt with the hand that we're dealt with and we have to play that hand. Right. So are you saying um, even with, there's some laws, but especially in Southern states that are actually designed to, to keep folks from being able to activate their right to vote. So how do we overcome those laws? Like if, if Congress can't pass a federal law that ensures those protections um, are you saying that we have to organize around that and still continue to, to move forward and fighting to, to take a, yeah. bring back some of those protections?
2: Yeah, Some of those, okay, for instance, giving water to people in lines in Georgia. Right. We have, bring out, we have to organize our people so they come to the line with water, with everything off-site. We have away from it. We have to give them packages of what they need Prior to getting there, so that we don't give them anything in line. I see. That, that's the, you know that's the hand. Um, right in May, I was on a national call for an, a precinct in down in Texas, and the precinct was already organizing Latinos of how to overcome these rules in Texas, so that they will be able to vote this year, and they can get more people to the polls. You know none of these we still can register people to vote. Yes. It's just that we have to understand investigate how we can do it. This is not a time for us to recant to say that we can't be voters, we can be voters. We have we just understand those jurisdictions and make sure we do it right until we can change the law, sister Angela.
1: I hear you, yes, so we have to to outsmart and out strategize, and you're right, that's something that amen, amen that dr King, um in the uh women of the movement movie this week that we saw um we were introduced to a uh, reminded of a woman named Ruby Hurley who was a part of the NAACP and she and Mecca Evers and how they were on the ground, constantly helping think through strategy to outsmart the other. So I I love that point that you make, like, let's not be defeated, but let's figure out how we strategize with what we got. Um, Pastor Campbell, did you want to add anything to that?
3: Yes. I'll step further that. President Biden is currently using the phrase, to save the soul of America. That phrase he borrowed from Dr. King, who wrote of our talents to save the soul of America. He recognized that America was in a fundamental position of denying its value and its worth, even as it violated the rights of, of Black America. It was doing injury not only to Black America but to all of America. Remember, Dr. King was a preacher, which meant that his primary calling was educating people about what is right. Now, we articulate that within the context of the gospel, but it was about educating us. So the challenge before us is, in the face of all that's going on, to to do the process that Pastor Smart talked about, but to the end that all of America comes to be educated. Uh, We're in the process, and, and we've seeded destruction around the world. We see autocrats around the world taking a nuisance of them because of what has happened in America. and We have to be able to come forth with a vision. Uh, Dr. King talked about nonviolent direct action. Uh, we have to determine what the elements of that are today. Uh, it happened that James Lawson, who worked with Dr. King, had actually previously gone to, to uh, meet with Gandhi, and he brought back some of the principles of Gandhi. But we have to look at developing direct action principles to educate ourselves, educate our people, and ultimately educate the nation so that we make sound and healthy decisions that affect everyone the african-american community has never been a selfish community if you look at all the things we achieve affirmative action and and, 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 and equal rights everybody has benefited from that and so we have to put forth what will benefit the whole nation by virtue of benefiting the black americans who have been uh, at at the bottom uh, link of the chain of possibilities in this country and so that's what we're looking for we're talking about a new vision in order to be able to uh, affirm the integrity of the black community in all communities uh, what we see going on right now uh, demonstrates a lack of knowledge and we have to turn that around
1: yes you know, uh, oh go ahead um, Pastor Smart
3: one one of the things that um,
2: I was just reminded of, as Pastor Kim Campbell was talking, that we we are going to really need the next coming months action in some precincts around the country. SCLC will be embracing a precinct. I can't tell you where now. A precinct that. Is going to be in the middle of a district that the Democratic Party, well, a party needs to win to stay in power. We're going to make a call out to different, to all to our community here in Los Angeles to help us with cards, help us with calls, and all of that in this one precinct, a precinct that can make a difference in the coming election. And I would hope this is a way, as I just talked about, executing that we can help get involved with us and Sister, Red, Sister Reddick I really wanted to get you involved in our legal stuff and helping us in this process also.
1: Okay well hold that thought I definitely look forward to getting involved and continue the discussion on how others can get involved. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580 stay tuned we're continuing our discussion with Pastor Smart and Pastor Monroe Campbell
0: Nobody's perfect but everybody's important. Don't change the dial We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Real leather. KBLA Talk 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black owned and operated from the heart of Lummert Park, USA. The heart of Lummert Park, USA. We're listening and the convo continues right now.
1: Yes, this little light of mine, Sam Cook. Today, in honor of Dr. King's birthday, we are playing songs from the movement. Um, you've heard from the Staple Singers, and now Sam Cook. And we're talking to. Pastor William Smart and Pastor William Monroe Campbell about the legacy and the life of Dr. Martin Luther King and how they, through their work with the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, the Southern California Chapter, and other organizations are helping to continue that work and that legacy. Pastor Smart, you were talking about ways that you're putting me on uh, front street here, saying I'm going to need you for some legal work, and I'm here and I'm there for you. What are some other ways that we need folks to get involved especially as we try to strategize around the setbacks that we saw in Congress this week with respect to the Voting Rights Act?
2: Well, those really working around the country because a lot of this doesn't affect a blue state like California and we have a congress, I mean a legislature that is most of the time moves in the right direction, but those other states, and we just there are other groups that are really getting involved. and They have they're in Virginia, they're in Georgia, they're in Texas, and they're really working to ensure that uh that elections are won for the party that would initiate voting better voting rights actions. Like, let me say it this way, saying the same with Democrats, because I'm just hurt. That we have leadership in Washington that could not cannot move this issue. I think if I was president, I would been I would park the I would park in West Virginia. I would park in Arizona. I would bring everybody in. I would move them. I think we could move them if everybody, but they they think they're unmovable. But anyway, so the actions, our actions are going to be very important, and that is to really. With these fifty-two laws that have really been initiated in these states around the country, understanding what those laws are, and where the where the government where the courts cannot change them, understand where the strand of what I can do to make sure my people register and vote within that period of within that strand, and
1: do it. You yes, know, there yes.
2: is an option and do it. You know as a law- lawyer there's a an out and we just have to do it.
1: Right, right. And Faith has been at the forefront of this movement. You all you both are spiritual leaders. Um Pastor Monroe Campbell, what's been the the importance of faith throughout this entire movement under Dr. King and now under both you and Pastor Smart and others?
3: A sense of faith is an understanding of what ultimate reality is, and so Martin King is guided not by the, the, the simple principles that are put in front of him, but by an ultimate vision. In fact, it is suggested that his development of the concept of beloved community really was an uh, academic reflection of his sense of the kingdom of God. And so that informed him as he learned to relate to all people, and he broadened the circle of involvement and was able to draw people into that circle of involvement because he understood them because of their basic worth and value and identity.
1: Amen, amen. We are celebrating the legacy, the life of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., so stay tuned with us at KBLA Talk 1580. We have declared today Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and you want to hear what else we have coming forward. KBLA Talk 1580.
0: You're listening to the all new weekend lineup of enlightening, encouraging, and empowering talk shows.
3: Exclusively on KBLA
0: Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Weekdays, weekends. We've got a lot to talk about. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580.
1: So one of Dr. King's favorite songs and singers was Mahalia Jackson and her song, How I Got Over. We're celebrating the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. with Pastor's William Smart and William Monroe Campbell. Pastor Smart, as the president and CEO of the Southern California Christian Leadership Conference, Southern California chapter, I'm going to call on you to close us out in this next 30 seconds to a minute or so. Um, You all celebrate Dr. King's birthday each year with an event. Um, Tell us about that event where you're honoring our very own Dominique DePrima as one of your honorees. And tell us what your dream is for listeners.
2: My dream is for listeners that they would get involved in our programs around, particularly one of our other programs is our Poor People, SELC-SC, Poor People's Campaign, where we have fed over 10,000 people this past year. We've given out toys, turkeys, and we, we have a big now coalition of people that help us do that, but... This coming Sunday at 6 o'clock, our annual gala, we will be honoring Dominique Dupremo as our Drum Major for Justice Award. The program will start at 6 o'clock, and it will be on our Facebook Live. It will be on Zoom. On Zoom, it will be all over the place, so you can find it. But our Facebook Live is the first. Um, Facebook Live is one of the places, and also um, YouTube. So get ready for that. And we are... We're just, as I'm finishing up here, I'm finishing giving out. We're sending dinners to our sponsors and everybody, dinners out. And so that at between 4 and 6 o'clock, you'll be getting a dinner that we do at Revolutionary you
1: a Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Thank you so much. We look forward to that event. And thank you, Pastor Smart and Pastor Campbell, for all the work you're doing on the ground and that the work that the Southern California Chapter of SCLC is doing to continue Dr. King's legacy. There is never enough time. We definitely have to have you back. And I, this is Angela Reddock-Wright, Legal Lens, and I want to invite you to tune in again next Saturday and Sunday where we will continue our discussion, We're we will bring continue to bring law to light on the latest legal topics and policy topics um, in the country that matter to you. Next up, we have Urban Wellness Now with Cynthia Brooks. Her guest is the amazing thought leader, political influencer, Anthony Samad, Dr. Anthony Samad. And our closing song in honor of Dr. King today is Freedom Highway by the Staple Singers. And remember the words of Dr. King himself, our lives begin to end the day We become silent about the things that matter. We love you, Dr. King. We pay homage to you. Happy birthday. Happy what would have been your 93rd birthday. Stay tuned. This is KBLA Talk 1580. And this is your girl, Angela Redock-Wright, Legal Lens with Angela Redock-Wright.